0: Creating moments of delight within a busy work week is easy with genuine intent and just a little bit of planning. My purpose is cultivating happiness at work, and in this episode, I share a list of practices curated from across the world that can help bring delight to the workday, at lean budgets, and in the smallest of setups. You're listening to The Fresh as a Daisy Show, a podcast that inspires professionals to work happier and take care of themselves through the longest of workdays. My name is Daisy Hazra. My career is in advertising, but I also spend time curating wellness practices and other good stuff, a lot of which can be inbuilt into your workday. Culture is a significant differentiator that sets any company or leadership apart. Culture is what makes your brand unique, increases loyalty, even makes advocates out of your employees. Aspiring to create a happy workplace should not be the prerogative of corporate giants only. You do not necessarily have to be a biggie like Google to create meaningful work culture and value employee happiness. Here are five practices curated from around the world that promote a sense of well-being, foster team spirit, or just add delight to the work environment. And as I'm in startup mode myself these days, these are also the ones that cost the least to create. Let's start with the morning chorei, spelt C-H-O-R-E-I. This is a practice borrowed from Japanese business culture. It's an all-hands meeting where everyone gathers at a specific time each morning to kickstart the day, motivated and with a feeling of oneness. In Japanese businesses, this is an everyday practice. I have tried implementing it once a week on Monday mornings, kickstarting the day and the week. While it sounds surprisingly simple, it is highly effective in fostering team spirit, a sense of belonging, and to get everyone comfortable interacting with one another. The Chore session can be used to get everyone on the same page, you know, go over the priorities and goals for the week, discuss any roadblocks or problems that need to be solved, maybe even nod at the values or purpose of the organization. It doesn't really have to be all work. Looking at the chore as a collective creative process has helped me. And that can be done by inviting suggestions on what this activity should include. It could be sharing personal goals and, you know, finding external accountability in your colleagues, maybe industry news or just inspirational material. The goal is to get absolutely everyone to participate, create inclusiveness and help everyone feel like they're part of a larger vision. And start the day or the week motivated. The chore also helps management and managers come across as transparent and approachable. One tip though, if you choose to implement this, do it in all seriousness. Be very consistent. Stick to a start time and an end time week after week. For effective implementation, it's important that everyone learns to perceive and value this as an important part of the culture. The second is fika. borrowed from Swedish culture, fika is a coffee and cake break. Sounds cute, but it's more than just a fuzzy ritual. It's literally a state of mind and attitude almost. Fika is a mindful break that requires you to leave the work desk, step away and eat and drink a little something with your colleagues. Big companies like Volvo are known to practice fika. And it seems... Human resource experts advocate the practice as teams have been observed to be more productive once this was institutionalized. Taking a pause and socializing are cornerstones of well-being. Fika seems to bring that together with cake. How delightful. Actually, what you eat during fika is not really important. It's the socializing and acknowledging the pause, that is. Fika can be practiced anywhere, shop floor or meeting rooms or even corner of a factory unit. It's very little investment for a good amount of delight. The third is shared calm or alternately shared movement borrowed from retail giants around the world. Have you seen retail shop floor employees break into you know this dance routine as music blasts when it's downtime usually late in the afternoons when the mall is empty? Music and movement can be a An amazing pick-me-up when lethargy sets in and doesn't need any additional infrastructure other than possibly just a set of speakers. The alternate to that is 15 minutes of quiet time across the office at a certain time. This I heard about from a friend in Paris whose office encouraged deep breathing at a certain time while calming music played through the floor. And their office took it seriously with meetings and calls all scheduled around this. The next two are ideas and practices learned from the big guys. If you look at perks of being a Google employee, let's say, or uh, an employee at any one of these fancy Silicon Valley tech companies, you'll see lots of free food, free health and wellness perks like nap pods and a suite of recreation facilities. Even things like free dry clean to hybrid car subsidies are added to the list of benefits. Obviously, these things come at a cost, But there are some key takeaways here for all of us. A healthy snack bar, for example, is a thoughtful addition to any office, while a free buffet may not be possible. It's so easy to hoard chocolates and cookies and other like unhealthy junk food kind of snacks, but it's so much more thoughtful to store maybe brain foods and create this healthy snack bar. Berries, turmeric tea, walnuts, dark chocolate, or, you know, like dried lotus seeds as we Munch on here in Vietnam. Whatever else is palatable and healthy to your people. It's a simple gesture of, you know, doing the checklist item of adding a snack bar to the office, but also making that extra effort of, you know, going the distance, researching what's healthy and making your employees feel cared for. Similarly, while nap pods may not be a real possibility at leaner budgets or smaller spaces, we could all look at normalizing short naps at work. About 20 minutes of a power nap can improve reaction time, logical reasoning, and one's mood just in general. What was once frowned upon is now recognized as beneficial with a direct correlation to productivity. Arianna Huffington even wrote a whole book called The Sleep Revolution. So whether you are a giant megacorp or a startup housed in a scrappy basement, in all likelihood, you can accommodate 20 minutes of nap time. Around 20 minutes or less than half an hour seems the advised duration rejuvenating enough, and yet you have not yet slipped into deep sleep. The Japanese even have a term for sleeping at work, inemuri. And there we go. Five small practices of creating happiness at the workplace. Chore from Japan, Fika inspired by Sweden, Shared calm as observed at a Parisian headquarter of a beauty brand, Promoting healthy snacking learned from the Silicon Valley bigwigs, And normalizing the nap, the Japanese inemuri. These are examples of small efforts that can become part of most kinds of organizations or teams with little effort and very little investment. That said, one must never forget that no program can make up for inattention to employees' actual working conditions. But more on that another time. Thank you for listening. That does it for this episode of Fresh as a Daisy. Remember, our commitment is to being our most vibrant self. So do what you need to to be your happiest version at work and outside. Thank you for listening and have an amazing week.